0: Welcome to the Behind the Surface podcast, presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. ISFA exists to serve industry professionals involved in the fabrication of manufactured surfacing materials. With each episode, Behind the Surface inspires fabricators to take their business to the next level. Now with your host, Nancy Bush.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Installing Profitability Series podcast, part of the Behind the Surface podcast, brought to you by our friends at Bacchus Systems. And today I'm joined by Eric Tryon, who will be discussing building management teams. Eric has over two and a half decades of professional success as an entrepreneur and founder of Premier Surfaces, a true friend of our industry. Eric serves on the ISFA BOD and thanks again for, uh, you know, bring in all your experience to help our industry, Eric. It just is, it's amazing. And hopefully Eric will be joining us at the next ISFA Roundtable, which is in Kohler, Wisconsin on May 23rd. I hear their golfing is really good, Eric. World-class. I have,
0: I have uh, torn that course up before. I don't think it probably is just maybe recovered by now from the damage I did the last time I went there. Uh, but it is, it's an awesome course, it's beautiful.
1: Well, um, I also hear their spa is amazing, so I might have to I might have to forego the golf and check that spa out. So, speaking of good times, let's talk about building management teams because uh, there's good times to be had with a good management team, is there not?
0: Oh my gosh, the end of the the light at the end of the tunnel is huge, but the problem is uh, we don't want to make the investment to get there. So, huge frustration, right? Is that. We start building our business, our companies, and we can handle it all, we can do it, we can put duct tape on things, we can work a little bit longer, we can stretch, stretch, stretch. And then one day we wake up and we say, Oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. Right? I, I just and things start going backwards and they start slipping, and we start uh, forgetting to do things, and we and we really start. Uh, impacting not only our company, our associates, our teammates, but our customers, right? So, building a leadership team requires a little bit of foresight. It requires a commitment from a mindset perspective. So, I want to talk about that first. You know, um, most of the time in my travels and, and discussions with uh, business leaders, company leaders, and even more so, I would say, in the stone fabrication space. i hear the comment i just can't afford that person i can't afford that person i can't afford that person and my initial reaction is uh you can't not afford that person you can't not afford that person um because if you don't change and if you don't uh, make this an investment into that particular part of your business you're not going to change right it's going to be same result, same day uh, and here we go on this revolving wheel, right? The definition of insanity, continue to do the same thing again and again and again, and we expect a different result. Well, guess what? The result's not going to change if you don't change, right? So the first thing is making that determination in your mind that this is an investment. It is not an expense. Um, and we we go into this with um, a lot of scar tissue from previous decisions we've made. We've, we've gone down this path before, and we don't want to go there again because it was a horrible experience and we wasted a lot of money because we didn't hire the right person perhaps, right? Or we didn't give it enough thought on the front end to really define what we're looking for. Or we didn't walk before we ran. Whatever it may be, you know, we've got to get ourselves right on the front end and look at this as an investment versus an expense. And and once we make the commitment to do that, it becomes a lot easier uh, to start putting the ball in motion to make sure that we're progressing and staying uh, ahead of everything and, and you kind of have to anticipate right this of what's coming around the corner and, and great leaders, in my experience, have the ability to, to look out 18 months 12 months but but certainly six months and see what's coming right, so if i've got a new customer, this, this is a very. Uh, easy one for everybody to connect the dots to, right? If I I take out a new customer, let's just say I I got the Home Depot business, right? And now all of a sudden it's 20 new installs a week, right? Well, guess what? We haven't started it yet, but it's coming, right? And it's going to change my business significantly, right? What are those changes that are going to happen? And how do I build the infrastructure and build the guardrails to make sure I don't fall off the cliff when it does? Right, so that's an easy one to to connect the dots to, but if we see you know uptick in the marketplace or maybe a competitor went out of business right and now there's this huge uptick in in potential opportunity right and that's going to have an impact on our companies and our business so we've got to be able to. Take take a moment step back from our business and just think right and anticipate and sometimes. You know you may not be the best person to do that or we've got to create the environment to do that i always say go to your mountain you know get away from the business where you're just allowed to daydream you know take the, the the facts about what's going on in your business and start to make some um, predictions as far as piecing all these pieces of puzzle together to say okay what has to happen what's going to happen here you know what with the current politics going on in our world, I'm blown away every single day when I either turn on the news and they're not reporting a story or I turn on the news and they're reporting a story uh, and I'm like scratching my head saying, well, this is going to be interesting because it feels like there are some common ingredients as as far as this policy is going to lead to something and it's pretty straightforward what it's going to lead to. And then we're surprised six months down the road that we have this new dilemma going on that now is a problem. Well, do we look back what happened? <laughs> you know, with the, the policy before that. You know, it created that. So, so you know, policies matter. You know, and, and no, no different than with our businesses, right? Decisions we make and what customers we bring in matter. So we gotta we got to have the ability to look look ahead and anticipate. Um, and if we have to identify where we start with this, what are the biggest friction points in your business, right? If if there are no managers today and it's me and, you know, one other key person or, or a handful of people, you know, where do I add in a company that's going to get the biggest return on that investment in six months to a year from now, right? Because we're doing this for the long haul. We're not doing this for a short term, you know, fulfillment. And, and my biggest challenge with with decisions that get re- made in this regard is that we think that there's going to be this microwave success where we just, plug the person in and we get immediate results. It doesn't happen that way. You know, typically it is well thought out. It's going to be four to six months before we start even seeing this. So the, the further we can get in front of that, you know, the more likely that we're going to be productive, efficient, and, and having a nice return on that investment into the personnel. Because if you don't invest into this, if you don't invest into a leadership team, you're only going to get so far by yourself. Sorry. And in the fabrication business, I've I realized that, it's that five to seven million dollar revenue, top line figure where, where everything seems to be breaking down, right? And if we're not adding you know, a definitive leadership team at that point and assembling a team uh, to help handle that growth, it's gonna be stuck there or you're gonna go backwards. And I've seen it time and time again. Uh, so if you're at 3 million now you better start, and you're growing, you better start putting the attention and effort into identifying what leadership roles you're gonna fill, what order and what that looks like. So. When we get to the workshop, we're going to talk about where we start. We're going to talk about, you know, hey, start with the friction points. Start with, if I could take this off of my plate, what does it allow me to do inside of our business? That whole analogy, right, of work um, on the business, not in the business. Well, if I add this position and six months from now, they allow me to not be in the company in that role, now I can work on the business. Now I can create opportunities and i can create traction and i can create efficiencies for the rest of the team but i've got to free myself up in order to be able to do that essentially we want to be able to delegate with confidence right that i can give somebody and charge them with this responsibility that's no longer on my plate here's what we're going to measure it with so i can do these other things that will have profound impact in a good way on our companies so we'll we'll talk about identifying what those are prioritizing once we understand we're committed to that it's no different right my process recommendation is going to be no different than if we're recruiting for a new role right we want to define the role on the front end what is it keep the names out of it keep the faces out of it we are just defining the role hey i'm going to add an operations manager okay okay what is the the number one and two skill sets of an operations manager for that particular role that we need inside of our organization well they need to have strong leadership skills, and they need to have uh, the ability to build teams. Uh, maybe it's develop people. You know, maybe it is um, daily management and and have the ability to perform, uh, hit a daily production schedule. You know, whatever those top things are, we need to identify them. And again, we're not going to have this you know wish list of this purple unicorn that's that's two pages long of what we want them to do. No if i have confidence that the daily production schedule is met the quality is there the team is intact that's the most important thing because that allows me to be over here doing these other things so blueprint those things right so the top skills identified then we're going to go start recruiting for those skills and again you've heard me say this a hundred times no bigger prediction of somebody's future than their past right so we want to interview for that proven track record of success that they have those two skills that we're talking about and our and chances to hit the mark you know go up significantly if we get razor focused on that and we ask really effective questions and, and our whole process is geared towards somebody proving that they've got the capacity to do those things and then obviously we're going to id and identify the measuring sticks we're going to use right how are we measuring performance right we're doing all this before we even have the first interview, right? We're doing all this on the front end to identify the role, identify the skills. This is how it's going to be measured. And then this is going to be the meeting schedule or cadence for the leadership team. Because This person now is, you know, we, we are going to uh, delegate with confidence that they have a contribution to the team. They need to know what, what the team is expecting from them. Hey, your goal is to make sure we hit these metrics every single day, production schedules met, you know, you're you're developing your people in a timely fashion, whatever these things may be, and it takes some time to roll your sleeves up and figure that out. It's not hard, but it does take some effort and it does take an investment of your time to to do this on the front end. And then the thing I think that that we had um, a lot of successes. And I see this happen again and again, and I, I made the mistake, and I see a lot of other companies make the mistake. If we, get a, if we have a great employee on our team, high performing in their role, you know, how do we know that they're ready for that next role? You know, if I've got a superstar installer, should they be the install manager? And a lot of times the answer is no. <laughs> uh, and we find that out the hard way because we put them in a, a leadership role, management role, just to find out that they really are not good at that. It doesn't fit the skill set. So I'm gonna share with you when we get to the workshop portion of it of uh, a method and a process that we implemented inside of our business with, with uh a lot of success. of how do you take somebody that thinks they're ready for that next role and give you the confidence and align the expectations that, yes, indeed, not only are they ready, they've proven that that you can march in with confidence and, and have a tool at your disposal that says, we vetted it out the right way, and they're absolutely the right person because of these reasons, and I'll share all that. With you. But you know, this is an investment in our time. It's an investment into our our businesses, and and you can't take your business to that next level if you're not willing to do it. So it's a big deal, just like everything we talk about, Lance. Big freaking deal, right? Of everything and all these the people side of our business, and when you have all these moving parts in in our stone fab space. You know, it really does come down to the people. So. That we're going to hit this one hard and we will we'll talk about the best chances of success for, for not only um, identifying where you need to put the resources, but how do you go find them and how do you onboard them and how do you make sure that you're maximizing that return on investment.
1: Well, it sure does come down to people, Eric, and you're a gem for sure. And uh, thank you. And thanks to our sponsor, uh, Bacchus Systems. And hey, if you're uh, want to join us if you're a member of ISFA or a friend of BACA? You can join us on April 13th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Is that right, Eric? That is right. I can okay. add three hours ahead. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, if if not, you know, join ISFA, become a member, shoot me a line at nancy at org. And uh, with that, have a great day and thanks again, Eric.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for listening. To hear more in-depth viewpoints, gain actionable insights and powerful tools to help you succeed, subscribe to the Behind the Surface podcast presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. To learn more about ISFA, visit our website at www.isfanow.org.